there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. This is the last Sunday, I believe, scheduled without some kind of major football activity. Because you have the Hall of Fame game on Thursday, which is unwatchable. Then you have the Hall of Fame weekend with all the enshrinement ceremonies and all that, and uh, we are off to the races with the 2018 practice football season. It is upon us. It is upon us. So we've gotten through the last Sunday without football-type activity, and but there was football-type activity. And one of the storylines that, that caught my attention here, and I, I've been paying attention to, to this. Now, I'm a cynic. Uh, and so I, I look at these things and I laugh at many of these stories, but one of the stories that came up over the weekend that caught my attention was out of Indianapolis, and it involves the health of number 12. Now, who is number 12 in a Colts uniform? That would be Andrew Luck. And if you were not paying attention over the weekend because you were doing other stuff, you you maybe missed out on I don't know that you missed out on anything, but I'll just fill you in on what the story is. Multiple reports out of Colts camp giving glowing reviews over Andrew Luck's performance in practice uh, for the Indianapolis Colts here and how wonderful he looked. Uh, So I wanted to talk about it. Now, over the weekend, a report emerged. This came out on uh, Sunday that Andrew Luck was 19 of 22 passing. Oh, my God, 19 of 22 passing in a practice. 12 of 14 in one stretch. Uh, 11 on 11 practice for Andrew Luck. And the the passes that were incomplete, one was dropped by someone named Jack Doyle. Sounds like a golfer or a Hollywood character in some cheeseball comedy. And Eric Ebron, uh, he was out of bounds. That was the other supposed incomplete. There was just one legitimate incomplete. And it was said to be one of the great days of Andrew Luck's return to the Indianapolis Colts. So let's talk about this. Now, the question here 
because I'm seeing these stories pop up, and it's it's a game of repeater. One person says it, and then everyone else has to line up. Oh, no, no, I want to praise him more. I want to celebrate him more. So are you buying the early optimism coming out of Indy regarding Andrew Luck's return to glory, his redemption in Indianapolis? Now, I will go first here. No, absolutely not. And there's no way you can do it. Even the Colts don't believe that Andrew Luck is back. They don't. They're trying to spread this as much as anybody else through their their surrogates in the media. But my thoughts on this, you've got Iverson, real money, and vanilla. You've got all of that, and we will tie all this together. Now, number one, the fact that Andrew Luck appears to be throwing darts. Who? Darts in practice. Clearly, that would be encouraged. But you got to take it with a grain of salt, right? You have to take into account a couple of things. Iverson and the D, right? Now, as the teachings many years ago, many, many years ago, uh, Allen Iverson, who famously said that poetic speech that he gave there to the late Philip Jasner, the sports writer in Philadelphia, and uh, he was directing it at everybody. There was a bank of cameras there, and he said, we're talking about practice, not a game. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that? It's exactly what Iverson We're said. talking about practice. That's right. That's right. Not a game, 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 not a game. We're talking about practice. How silly is that? Now, I get that it is a necessary evil. I understand that. I also understand it's all we have right now. I'm not naive to that. And as for the D, all right? That would be the D represented by the Indianapolis Colts defense. Andrew Luck should slice and dice the Indianapolis defense. They are the bad news bears of football. The Colts were 30th in defense last year, and they made only cosmetic changes to that defensive unit. Minor adjustments. They're going to suck again this year on defense. In Indianapolis. And number two, Andrew Luck, he's got to show that not only can he have success against the miserably lousy Indianapolis Colts defense, but also the fact that he can do it over and over in real games and be reliable. That's obvious. And that's why you can't get too worked up over practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. Practice. We're talking about exactly. practice. You know, and the idea that you're just going to push the reset button. And I've seen this narrative going, well, you just hit the reset button, we're good. Uh, Andrew Luck has had a smorgasbord of problems in recent years. Now, that does not all wash away. You don't just acid wash that because he happened to look good against the puke defense of his teammates there in Indianapolis. Even if Andrew Luck starts dicing up opposing secondaries, let's say that that happens when the regular season begins, if he even makes it healthy uh, through the, the the preseason to get to the regular season. But let's say that happened. And he starts taking his, his knives and just swashbuckling his way through secondaries in the real real games. That doesn't mean the storm clouds uh, are going to disappear. Repetition and dependability are what separates the truly great from the mediocre to the overrated to the overhyped and all that. And Andrew Luck, he has to do it over and over again. He hasn't show, he's shown nothing in recent years. We're talking about a, an extended absence from football. And even if Andrew Luck had stunk and been lousy and, and been horrific in practice, which is an impossibility when you're going against that Indianapolis defense, that wouldn't have mattered either. And n- nobody pays real money to watch practice. They don't. People don't. They don't go out. You want to see the team. You're a fan. You're a sick of fan of a team. You don't go out. I've been to training camp many times and checked it out. It's an interesting environment and all that. But you got to do well in the real games. And you know, we get that Andrew Luck is a media darling to many. And that's fine. That's great. And, and so you're going to see a lot more of this kind of hyperbole coming out around the Colts about how wonderful Andrew Luck is and all this. And he's okay. That's great. We'll see what happens if he can actually stay off injured reserve uh, and make it through a season without missing two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten starts 
We'll see what happens then. Now, the last thing here, the Colts are four practices into training camp. Think about that. Four practices into training camp. And to celebrate and to have a ticker tape parade because Andrew Luck is back healthy 100%, four practices in is absurd. Again, keep going back to the point. Let's find out when Andrew Luck gets trucked by an opposing defensive player, and let's see what happens. He's going to have setbacks here, you know, the, the the test of time here, the return from injury reserve. But if you look at it, I mean, he's a guy that looks to be made out of glass. He's had a, a torn labrum, a lacerated kidney, broken ribs, uh, on and on and on and on. And as for the Colts' experience, in the practice games that are going to be beginning here, I think in uh, 11 days for Indianapolis, 10 days they begin practice games. Uh, the the whole training camp experience, I don't know if you've noticed here, uh, this is not the legendary tales that NFL films used to talk about of training camp. It is as pillow soft as it could possibly be. Uh, and that's what the players want. The players got what they wanted. They didn't get a lot more money. They didn't get a lot more guaranteed money in the last negotiation, but they got an easier time in practice and in training camp specifically. For example, the Colts, we mentioned Sunday was their fourth practice since training camp opened. They are taking today, Monday off. They're taking Monday off. They will practice on Tuesday and Wednesday but then they're going to need another day off on Thursday. So <laughs> that's that's the schedule. That's a lot of rest built in there. And Andrew Luck, by the way, essentially took 18 months away from football. 18 months a- away from football. So it's unlikely he'll face anything other than the vanilla defenses and these practice games, which will start in, like I said, 10 days uh, for Indianapolis. Now, as far as the odds, what are the chances that Andrew Luck regains his pre-injury form? Uh, I believe there's a 40% chance that Andrew Luck does not come anywhere close to what he had been. And keep in mind, as we were saying back in those days, Andrew Luck, when he was at his peak, was overrated. Uh, he was absolutely overrated in Indianapolis. And in, back when he was healthy, Andrew Luck was a product of beating up and bludgeoning secondary weak opponents. And then when he played the better teams, things didn't seem to go his way very often. But in the AFC South, now the AFC South, if you believe things have turned around here for Jacksonville, the fact that they were in the AFC championship game and Tennessee made the playoffs, and I guess they won a playoff game, but it was against Andy Reid. So there's got to be a little mark next to that. But they did technically win a playoff game against the Chiefs, but they're better. The Texans still blow, but Jacksonville and Tennessee better. But back when the division was was very weak, uh, Andrew Luck had a 20-5 and record in his career against the AFC South. Against the rest of the NFL, mostly better teams, Andrew Luck won game above 500. But the, the old line from Liberty Valance, right, when the legend becomes the fact, you go with the legend. The legend of Andrew Luck is he is a dynamic, amazing all-world quarterback that dominates everybody. The reality is, well, he's really great against crappy opponents and against the good teams, he's average. He's an average quarterback. All right, it is the, the Ben Mather Show on Fox. On Fox as we press on. We'll take your phone calls. If you would like to be part, we'll open up the phone lines, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Slash Judas Garcia. That's right. Well, Ben, as you know, we do not give shout-outs on the show. We it's, don't. What an uh, interesting just, way to start, though, with yeah, a shout-out. I feel not, like you're about to do a shout-out. Not something that we do. However, I would like to wish my wife a happy birthday, as she is uh, actually listening to the she show. Is, are you sure she's listening? She might am, just tell you I she's listening. I am positive. Well, I guess I'm not positive because I'm not yeah. there, but she says she's listening and so I wanted to give her a shout-out. Well, happy birthday. Thank you. To your, your lovely bride I'm there. I'm sure she'll appreciate that. How was the Garlic Festival? I had a wonderful time. I, I did have uh, a near-death experience, though. I could have. <laughs> I almost minute. died. On you the had, way. A, you yes. had a wonderful time, but you almost yeah. died. That sounds odd. 
Well, garlic overdose? No, no. I That's no. What I, I, I love too. Gilroy. I, what I did when I got to Gilroy is I'll tell you what I did. I rolled down my window. I turned off the air conditioner. I rolled down the windows and Oof. I just soaked up the smell of garlic, oh, which is boy. in the air. Yeah. And I saw there's a whole bunch of new houses in Gilroy since last time I was there in Gilroy, California. So I might, I might have to look around. Maybe I'll relocate to Gilroy. Be great. The smell of garlic when you come out. Of, think how great that is. That's, yeah. You're going to live longer there. People live longer. They live healthier lives because you get out of your house. You smell garlic. And there's no vampires within like 100 miles of that. Well, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I we, we went. To say we went to the garlic festival would be would be false advertising. We did go to the garlic festival, but my wife decided to pretty much see the entire state of California. As much <laughs> as we could possibly see on the way, everything between L.A. And uh, the Bay Area. And so it was, I mean, if you name, I think we stopped 13 times uh, along the way. I spent more time in the car than I did in the hotel. And th- that would have been fine if the Malamobile hadn't gone down for the count. Oh, no. Yes, uh, Eddie. Uh, have you ever taken Highway 1 past, like, the Hearst Castle and up through Not the- often. A couple times, but not a lot. All right. Well, let's just say the uh, it- it's a uh, it's a long journey. There's... My cell phone does not work. My cell phone company uh, does not work there. I had no cell reception. And we were going, remember, we were going along. We're stopping. It's a long trip for the, the poor Malamobile. And uh, we stopped along a cliff to look at the view of the Pacific, the mighty oh, Pacific gorgeous. Ocean. Yeah. Felt like I was in Hawaii. It was unbelievable. It's craziness. I had not been to that part of Highway 1. And uh, so I was, I was enjoying the view and soaking it all in. And we stopped the car right on a cliff. Uh, right, you know, literally, if we had made one wrong move, we would have died, right, plunged yeah. to, the, to our death. And That's so we, something you don't want to, want to think about, but well, it's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So we're taking pictures, whatever, enjoying, soaking it all up. Get back in the Malamobile. We hit the uh, button there to start the car, and uh, everything's flashing on the dashboard. Uh, no. uh, you know, I, I don't, it wasn't, I'm not sure what it is, but it wouldn't, the car wouldn't start, and there were all these warning things on. I think the car overheated, but it's. I have a hybrid, so I'm not sure. What is it with you and cars? Uh, you have a lot of bad uh, luck uh, with your vehicles. Did you check everything before you left, Ben? Your car? Yes, I had the car. <laughs> I, I had a complete uh, checkup of the automobile. I had the oil changed, everything taken care of. Everything was good. So I so I then, I'm like, at, we're like, oh, crap. The car's not starting. We're, the cell's not working. It's about an hour oh, before the sun goes down. No. There's oh, only like man. There's only a couple. You know that road. There's only a couple of cars every so often that go down that road. And I wouldn't stop for a stranger. Why would they stop for a stranger, right? So, so I'm thinking, okay, we're gonna have to probably spend the night here. So, uh, and I'm freaking out. So finally, finally, I get the car. I just keep hitting the button over and over. I hit the press. <laughs> finally, it starts. Right after a while, it starts. I'm like, oh, right. hallelujah! So then we keep going. I then we're running low on gas, so we we got to Carmel, which I think is where Barry Bonds used to live in Carmel. So we get to a gas station in Carmel, which is the end of Highway One, and we go to the gas station. Turn the car off to get gas. Try to turn the car on. <laughs> nothing. Overheats again. Now, the oh. warning labels come up. So now we call Now we call a tow truck. Now we're like, ah, oh, we're going to call a tow truck, right? You have AAA, Ben. I have AAA. Yeah, have oh, okay, AAA. Good. No problem. Uh, so I, I call AAA. We go. Uh, my wife wanted to feed her habits. She goes to Starbucks. A little coffee there. <laughs> so I disapproved, but I went, whatever. So then I go back waiting for the tow truck guy. And it had been a little while. And then I start the car. It starts. Hallelujah, right? I mean, I can't believe it. So then I, uh, I said, I, we called off the tow truck, drove to the place in Gilroy we were staying. Fine, car parked it, stopped it, rested it all night, w- woke up. The warning label was off, the, the, the warning light was off the car, like everything was fine. Drove it all day on Saturday and all that. Dro- stopped multiple times, no warning label, Eddie. As soon as we pulled up to the Maller Mansion, we stopped the car. Everything, it was like the 4th of July. Lights, wow. the whole dashboard, I don't know what the hell's going on, so we're going to get that checked Weren't out. you sweating bullets oh, like the yeah. whole way just oh, waiting man. for well, it to well, crap out on well, you? Well, the problem is my wife, she wants to, she, she's on her phone, like, and Yelp, looking at all these small desert towns. Look, oh, 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 these small towns in California. Well, we can stop here. There's a, you know, this place has great reviews on Yelp. I mean, no. And every time we stopped, you know, it's like, I'm thinking, oh, is the car going to start? And it did until we finally got to the, to the end. So I don't know what's wrong with it, but. I'm sure it'll cost a million dollars to fix, which will be just great. <laughs> Cannot wait, Eddie. Do you know a good mechanic? 
Roberto, do you know a good mechanic? Coop, anybody? I just take no. it to the dealership, no. so I don't know. You just take it to the dealership? Yeah. Don't they charge you the most, though? Yeah, the but it seems yeah. like they do a good job, so it does. I'm, I'm willing to pay a little extra. Yeah, but I'm the guy that had the lemon. The last Malibu yes, deal was a lemon. I know. They bought. They couldn't fix it. it sounds they like bought. this one's a lemon, too. Don't say that, Eddie. Don't say oh, that. Man. Quit oh, shopping yeah. at that tree, Ben. Uh, going back to that tree. Oh, on, ben. Well, I understand that. And this, if this turns out to be a lemon, we will not be going back to that tree. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just uh, ride my bike. Take, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'll take the train or something like that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Training camp underway for a handful of days. We've got exhibition football a few days from now. And one of the blue chip draft picks, nowhere to be found on the practice field. Who? Who are we talking about? J-E-T-S, suck, suck, suck. Sam Darnold is holding out. Now, we have some new information on this. I know you're very concerned about this, these uncertain times we live in. Uh, we have some new information on this precarious situation involving one Sam Darnold. We are told the major sticking point in contractual negotiations between the Jets and the former USC Trojan quarterback Sam Darnold is what default language in the contract. And it pertains to guaranteed money and how one could lose guaranteed money. Now, I have learned over the years of working in talk radio, there is nothing that is a bigger radio clicker, as in turn off the radio, than talking about default language in contracts. People love to break down default language in contracts, unless they don't. (laughs) So I don't want to necessarily focus in on that, Because the better story here is what's going on behind the scene. Because the Jets are banking on Sam Darnold being the guy. And it's the usual three-card Monty game, right? You know, they they try to trick the public. And right now they're using the Jets, uh, Sam Darnold. And the chances of him being good are very slim, are very, very slim. But they're selling Sam Darnold. They're trying to sell Sam Darnold. The fact that he's not shown up to training camp makes everybody look bad, makes him look bad, makes the team look bad. And so who is the blame going to? Who is the blame going to here? The blame is going to agent Jimmy Sexton and his massive agency called out by the Jets via the New York media establishment for essentially bringing Sam Darnold down this road. That Sam Darnold's being, he's the guy that doesn't want to hold out He just wants to play football, and he's very upset with his agent. That's the way the story is being positioned, right? That's the way the story is being sold. I get it. All right, so my thoughts on this. Now, the the toss-up question, we'll frame it this way. Uh, You've got Jimmy Sexton on one side and Sam Darnold on the other. Who is more to blame for Sam Darnold not already being in camp with the Jets and beginning his NFL career. Now, the answer here is Sam Darnold. But my thoughts on this, you've got good cop, bad cop. You've got it's not that easy. And holding the bag. All right, we'll get all that and we'll mix it together. Now, number one, if you have paid any attention and you're over the age of, I don't know, 10, and you've paid any attention to following sports over the years, you know how this works. You hire the agent as an advocate. The agent is your mouthpiece. The agent does the dirty work for you that you want done. Think of it in these terms. You've got good cop, bad cop. In this case, Sam Darnold can play the innocent country bumpkin. He just wants to play football. I just want to play for the Jets. My agent, I'm so upset with my agent. He's He's not letting me play for the Jets. And gullible Jet fans, and kind of goes without saying, it's redundant, but Jet fans will eat that up and say, oh, yeah, Sam wants to play. It's that evil agent. You know, Jimmy Sexton is the money-hungry tyrant of an agent, and that's how the game is played, right? You got good cop, Sam Darnold, bad cop, Jimmy Sexton. Of course, the reality is that if Sam Darnold really had an issue with his agent fighting for this offset language, there we go again. Right, discussing the default language, he would have what? Sam Darnold would have already put the kibosh on this 
and would have signed a contract. Clearly, this is something that has value for Sam Darnold and the people around him in his posse, or it wouldn't be an issue. That's that's the reality of it. That you can break it down any way you want. You can throw all these big words in it and spin it around like a like a, a dreidel. It doesn't matter. And B, the the Jets are one of a handful of teams. Uh, they're, most teams don't do this. The tie-in guaranteed uh, lo- losses of money, forfeitures of money to performance-enhancing drugs, steroids, uh, conduct detrimental to the team. Now, what does that mean? That means under the Jets' proposal, the entirety of Sam Donald's contract, whatever it turns out to be, say $30 million in guarantee, he could lose, in theory, Sam Donald could lose that money if he gets fined by the NFL for disciplined or conduct detrimental to the NFL. Uh, so you can understand why that is a hill to die. Now, does that mean that Sam Donald's going to run out to Tijuana and get the latest steroids he can possibly get at the, at the pharmacy in Tijuana? Probably not, right? Probably not going to happen. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, the steroid Testing. I, I I get how it plays out. You know, typical fan be like a Joe fan will be like, hey, it's simple. If you don't do PEDs, you got nothing to worry about. The drug testing, though, is a convoluted process or process, as they say. So you don't have to necessarily put your foot all the way in. There's some gray areas around what I'm trying to say, right? You you don't want to lose guaranteed money because of a suspect drug testing setup. And as I've heard over the years many times from people who work in the pharmaceutical industry, the handling of a sample, you can pretty much get out of it if you've got a good lawyer most of the time because by the letter of the law, oftentimes it is messed up, the handling of a sample and all that. And Sam Darnold, his agent's like, hey, wait a minute. I'm looking around. Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, a couple of contemporary quarterbacks, they don't have this in their contract, so I want that for my guy. So, that, so that's uh, that's the point we're at right now. Now, the parting shot on this, it is one of the training camp traditions. Ultimately, how is this going to end? What's the end game on this? The end game is that Sam Darnold will be buying real estate in the New York tri-state area, well, likely in New Jersey, but he'll be he'll be investing in property in the New York area, and he will be playing for the Jets. That is unless Sam Darnold, top pick, one of the top picks in this draft, gives up his plans to play pro football. If he has a backup plan, maybe he wants to be, I don't know, construction worker or a teacher or a, like Joey Votto or the Reds said last week, he wants to drive a school bus, uh, he can do that. But Donald's going to be in a Jets uniform sooner than later. And if he doesn't play in a Jets uniform, guess what? They'll trade him. And the Jets are not going to be left holding the bag here on Sam Donald. Now, Gang Green is going to be what? They're going to be a bad to atrocious to terrible football team again in 2018. The Jets were a fraud. Yeah, they're always a fraud. And Sam Darnold will get his sea legs underneath him. And you know, let Josh McCown start. Let him play his way into an injury, which you know is going to happen by week three or four. And then eventually Sam Darnold will get the starting job. And I'm all for trial by fire. I recommend that. I said put the person out there, see what they can do, get through the growing pains and all that. Uh, and I, I'm all for that. If you, you draft a player that high, what's the point of, of rot, letting them rot on the bench? Get them out there right away for a couple of reasons. Either they turn out to blow and you know they can't play and then you go out and get somebody else. Or what if they're really good and you sit them on the bench like the Green Bay Packers did with Aaron Rodgers and sat him on the bench for several years when he could have been playing and would have been better than Brett Favre, who had been playing in that era for the Green Bay Packers. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox. Now, meanwhile, there's another story that I want to talk about, NFL-related, and it involves my guy, Dez Bryant. Good old Dez. He is at it again. Uh, he had a hissy fit over the weekend, which I love. I thought it was great. He went on a Twitter tirade. Uh, he had a lot, there's a lot here to unpack, but Des Bryant blamed the Cowboys' garbage-ass play calling for his decline from the top of the wide receiver mountain. He also called out a number of former teammates and coaches on Twitter. Uh, he was helter-skelter 
all over the place over the weekend, uh, and it was it was just marvelous. It was great. A, a couple of thoughts on this. Now, I completely understand where Des Bryant is coming from here because this this typically happens when a popular player leaves, and not everyone who follows the Cowboys was in lockstep. Like it was time for Des Bryant to go. There were many that were like, oh, I'd rather keep Des Bryant around. That he's gonna he's gonna come back. He'll be he's just about thirty years old. Let him play. No, man, no, no, yeah. no, so, not at all, so not it, at all. It wasn't like everyone was in agreement here that you've got to get rid of Des Bryant, and so he's a popular player. They got rid of him, and what happens? It's the same thing in any sport. It's character assassination. That's the first thing that popped in my head, these little little stories about how the Cowboys are better off without Des Bryant and how Dakota Prescott's going to be better off and all that. It's It's no different than in baseball – uh, when a team like the Red Sox gets rid of a popular player and you learn, oh, he's a clubhouse cancer, the teammates don't like him, none of that stuff usually comes out until after a player's moved. So if you're Des Bryant, you're sitting there, you're like, oh, wait a minute, the only real offer I got was from the Ravens. Who the hell wants to play for the Ravens? Uh, God knows I don't. And you're like, I should be getting multiple offers here. And then you listen to the Cowboys and these little stories come out and you know, but wait, there's more. There's another one. There's another one. There's another one. They just keep coming. It's like an assembly line of assaults on Des Bryant. Little things, you know, death by a million paper cuts, right? And so eventually, Des, uh, it's like a volcano, building up, building up, and then the lava comes shooting out all over the place. And B, I love the honesty. Right? Des is living up to the reputation. I'm fine with that. I don't. I don't mind it. Uh, you know, some people get all worked. Oh, you can't win like that. NFL locker rooms are filled, any sports locker room, you've got all kinds of of people in there. From Some people that just whatever the coach wants, they do, and they're in lockstep with that. Other people are hotheads and divas and all that. It's all part of putting – it's a melting pot. It's putting a team together in the NFL. And the last thing, I, I've read several so-called experts in the mainstream NFL media that have painted a picture – that this is going to be somehow the final nail in Des Bryant's coffin, that he's not going to get an opportunity because of these tweets, this could not be more wrong. The one thing I assure you, NFL talent evaluators and coaches, they don't mind the diva. If they think that Des Bryant can play, Des Bryant will have a job. He's going to have a job. and I, I, pr- I promise you that. Promise you, he's going to fight. have multiple opportunities here, and guys are going to get hurt. They've already we've already seen receivers go down with injury, and more players are going to get hurt. We already we saw Antonio Brown essentially beg Des Bryant to come play with him with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm all for that. I'm all that'd be great. Imagine Des Bryant in that Steeler locker room mixing and not getting the ball enough because they throw to Antonio Brown every other play. Be wonderful. <laughs> We welcome in now Pittsburgh Steeler sycophant Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia. Yeah, the Steelers have enough wide receivers. They they have no need uh, for guys will get hurt head. though. Guys are going to get hurt in training camp, Eddie. There will be opportunity there. We'll see about that. If if it happens, we'll see about that. Uh, I'm telling it's. I know it's going to happen. Every team has a couple of guys go down. Right, right now everyone's healthy for the most part, but uh, who's to say? What if Darius Hayward Bay goes down and you need a oh yeah, we need, need another receiver. fifth receiver play on well, special teams? Why not? Yeah. Uh, who, who sounds knows? exactly like what, what if, Des Bryant? What does if well. Juju Smith Schuster, you know, falls down off his bicycle or something like that, and they need to get a new receiver? How about that? They drafted a receiver, so we'll, we'll be doesn't okay. matter whether he can play or not. You don't know whether the guy can play or not. You don't even know the guy's name. James Washington. James, oh, that's a generic name. He can't be a star like that. Yeah. We had a guy here that was named James yes, Washington. Yes, I, back I know. In the day. I worked with him. I understand. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, I'm all for it. I think it's great. And the, the real problem with Des Bryant was Dakota Prescott. The, the, he is the ultimate dink and dunk quarterback. And it's fine. I mean, he completes a high percentage of passes, and, that's, and he wasn't great. The second half of last year, the NFL appeared to catch up to Dak Prescott. Uh, but I, I'm going to be fascinated to see what happens here with the Cowboys because the assumption is that Dak Prescott, many people are saying this is the guy, uh, all the hype, all the razzle-dazzle and all that around Dakota Prescott, that he's going to be the guy. He's Charlie Checkdown. Yeah, but he's a, he's a dink and dunk specialist is what he is. He's If you don't get any yak, and I know all quarterbacks need yards after catch. It's not like, it's not like Dak Prescott is somehow 
uh, different than that. But my argument is he rarely throws anything downfield that he completes. You got to do some of that. Like, I get the short passing game. I'm not against. When I play Madden, I'm an expert at Madden. <laughs> when I play Madden, I run the bubble screens. I run the dump-off passes, those short, reliable pass plays. But you have to keep the defense honest or else they're going to figure things out. And that's my my criticism of Dak Prescott is for all of the hyperbole and all the buildup and all that, uh, that's the issue. And he, and he did have issues getting the ball to – Des Bryant last year. I would tend to agree with Des Bryant that, and most people. That, here's the ironic part: people that watch the Cowboys, they did question the play calling. They didn't call it garbage ass play calling, but they questioned the play calling. They questioned Dak Prescott making it a priority with the coaching staff to get Des Bryant the ball. And now, now that Des is gone, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, this is outrageous! How could you say these things? People were saying this when he was with the team last year. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Right now what I'm going to do is the third degree because look at the clock. We better do it right now because Coop gets upset if we do it later. So we'll do it's it now. Maller. Here we go. How about that? To the third degree. That's right. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And Koopaloop will briefly be appearing at that minor league game, I think. Uh, what, what's on the menu here, Koopaloop? Well, Ben, Adamakon Sue said over the weekend that he thinks Aaron Donald should be paid more than him. He uh, Sue, you might remember, signed one of the largest contracts in history for a defense player. Well, it's obvious that Donald's a better player than Sue and that he should be paid more oh, than right, him. Right now, he's playing very well, yeah. But do you think he will get paid more than him? Uh, yeah, I think this, the smart money says yes. In fact, based on... The little information we have on the Aaron Donald contract, the Rams, first of all, have already offered a contract that would pay Aaron Donald an average per season more than Indomitian Sioux. So I think the number that was going around was like $21 million that was being floated around over the weekend. Not exactly exactly chump change. Uh, and now the, the key is it depends on how much of the money is guaranteed from, from what we're hearing the, uh, the the contract that the agent for Aaron Donald wants, he wants to not just go buy the Indomitian Sioux contract. He wants to go way past it. He wants to go like 10, 15 miles past uh, where the Indomitian Sioux contract was. And B, I totally get the boy named Sue is going to you know, say this by the book, right? The standard response is, I want my fellow player to get paid. Fortunately, we don't have that problem in radio. Like, I don't think other talk shows are, are advocating for other hosts to get paid more money. In, in the NFL, though, that's the way the game is played, right? It raises the bar for everybody else. and But it's not about necessarily the money, even though it ultimately always comes down to the money. The Rams have enough wiggle room here with the salary cap because Jared Goff's on his rookie contract, so they can hand out money. You get money. You get money. Now, eventually, the the chickens are going to come home to roost for the Rams, and they'll be screwed, and they'll be you know in purgatory for the salary cap. But until that happens, several years down the line, they can pay everybody a ton of money. So yes, Aaron Donald will set a record. But the question is, and he's got till August seventh to agree to a contract. After that, he risks not becoming a free agent next year. The question is, how much does he want to press the Rams? He's already apparently gotten an offer to set a new mark for a defensive lineman. All right, next. Now, the offshore odds came out over the weekend for the NFL coaches most likely to get fired first. Now, Hugh Jackson leads everyone by a good margin, followed by Vance Joseph and Adam Gase. Do you agree with the top three, Ben? Well, I would exchange a couple. Vance Joseph and Adam Gase uh, both are on the hot seat. But there are other names that give you more value, right? Because you don't bet, you don't want to bet on chalk. You want to value play. You get more money on a value play. And I'll give you those names. Number one, how about Jay Gruden with the Washington Redskins? Now, the, the reason I put Jay Gruden in there, Dan Snyder is an unstable owner. You've got Alex Smith coming in. There's some expectations that Smith's going to be pretty good. Here's how I see this playing out. Kirk Cousins goes to Minnesota, lights the world on fire in a Viking uniform. Alex Smith is mediocre. He had a career year last year in Kansas City, comes back to earth uh, in Washington, and the Redskins are kind of average. And then you know Dan Snyder does what Dan Snyder does. He puts uh, Gruden's head on a platter, 
gets rid of him. So you get value in Jay Gruden. And then another one I would put an eye on would be John Harbaugh. The Ravens don't have high expectations, uh, but Gruden's gone a long time without producing a really good team. And they've got an assortment of issues in Baltimore led by Joe Flacco and a pending quarterback change at some point this year. But if the Ravens are bad and they figure to be mediocre to bad this year, then you got to think that John Harbaugh, even with his contract, supposedly they worked something out, that he's back on the hot seat. All right, next. Well, Ben, you briefly mentioned this earlier in the show. Uh, after the Dodgers-Braves game on Saturday, Dave Roberts took offense to comments made by the Braves broadcast team calling the Dodgers batting practice attire unprofessional and an embarrassment. Yeah. What's your take on this, Ben? Well, it's one of those unwritten things in baseball. We've campaigned against the unwritten rules of baseball that those cheating Cardinals all bring up and all that, the, the things that I hate. Now, the first thought I had when I saw the Dave Roberts story over the weekend, uh, the Braves announcer and Dave Roberts reacting here, is that you're, you're talking about batting practices. You know, I, I loved batting practice. I used to go out to batting practice, but most people don't. It's you know, it's casual. It's hot in Georgia. You know the humidity and all that in Atlanta. But Dave Roberts' reaction tells you that he was he was upset, right? He was up, and the Dodgers. I saw the pictures. The Dodgers didn't look like they were you know in you know regular batting practice garb and all that. Chase Utley looked like he was ready to go to the beach uh, with his outfit and all that. Now, particularly, do I care what players wear to batting practice? No. Do they charge money for batting practice? Well, they did open the stadiums. A stadium up in Atlanta, and people came out to to watch batting practice. Uh, you know, but I, I don't have a problem. I think it's pretty pretty ridiculous. Now, if they're playing in games like that, then that becomes a a different ballpark. But you're supposed to have some level of professionalism. But I didn't have a, an issue with it. Dave Roberts had a big issue with it, which tells you either he wasn't aware or didn't pay attention. Uh, or, or there's something else going on there. I'd like to get deeper into that part of it. Why Dave Roberts was so upset and what his reaction was all about, because I assume he was at batting practice and watched the guys take BP dressed the way they were dressed. Did he not realize what was going on? All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed the decision. That's a winner! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Now, here we go. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. And away we go. It is the Insta Advice Line. Unscreened radio. The safety net is off. We're going to take as many calls as we can humanly take. And the time allotted us for this edition of the Instant Advice Line is unscreened calls from the knuckleheads. The, the unwashed. Now, we take we take from sports. We have so many of these issues we talk about, big polarizing issues in the wacky world of sports, and so we need to give back. And who needs our advice? Who needs the wisdom of you and me together? Who? Well, really more you than me. This week, well, we had several great selections, uh, several ideas of people. This guy needs advice. That guy needs advice. Well, we've determined that there has been a rash of, of baseball players with old tweets that have resurfaced. We had two of them on Sunday. First of all, from the Atlanta Braves, Sean Newcomb, who got bombed during his start. He didn't get bombed. He was wonderful in his start, but he got bombed on Twitter. Uh, He issued an apology. It's the standard apology for some old tweets, which claimed a lot of these guys are using the, hey, I was just quoting rap lyrics card, uh, containing uh, racial and gay slurs. And then later on on Sunday... Trey Turner of the Washington Nationals, deja vu, old, embarrassing, offensive comments that he made on Twitter years and years ago came back, including, yep, the uh, the gay slur, the anti-gay comments, racial undertone jokes. Oh, my God. People very upset on social media. So what is your social media advice to athletes We'll take your calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. We'll start out with you on line one. Line one, your advice to athletes with social media. Have they seen my baseball? Yes. Your baseball is actually, if you go back on my Twitter timeline, in 2010, I sent out a tweet. 
It was on July 13th of 2010, and I explained exactly where your baseball is. So if you go back through my Twitter timeline, you will see that July 13th, 2010, okay? Thank you very much. All right, right, be good. Yes, all right, line three, you're on the air. Hello, line three. Advice to professional athletes on social media. Line three. Uh, Yes, Ben, I would look professional athletes, especially uh, Sean Newcomb and Trey Turner, square in the eye and tweet to them. You hang up on Ben Miller. How dare you. Line four, you are on the air, line four. We're giving advice, social media advice to professional athletes in light of not one but two more baseball players, Trey Turner of the Nationals and also Atlanta Braves pitcher Sean Newcomb having to apologize for past tweets years and years ago. Line four, hello. Line four is not there. We'll go to line five. Line five, you are on the air, line five. Your advice to the athletes on social media. Yes, quit worrying so much about that. All right, line six, you're on the air. Hello, line six. Line six is not there. We'll go to line one. 877-99 on Fox is the number. Unsolicited advice to professional athletes on how to clean up their act on social media. Line one, hello. Let them say whatever they want. Yeah, of course, coming from you. Line three, you're on the air. Hello, line three. I think LeBron should call you then and ask him what his next move should be. I completely agree. As soon as you pick up your phone, yes. Line four. Hello, line four. You are on the air, line four. Go. Never take advice from Ben Mel or anything. Oh, stop. My, I give out the greatest advice. People come out, solicit no. my advice. No. That person sounded wisdom. familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, line five. Hello, you're on the air, line five. Tukas, 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 Yeah, that's the original Tukas, 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 man. There, all right, I'm hanging up on you. That's the real guy. There's some impersonators. Now, the Tukas, 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 man is a spinoff of the Pokey, Pokey, Pokey guy, which is old school. That's the original days. Line six, hello. You're on the air, line six. Go. Oh, somebody said something. I'm butthurt. Yeah. All right. Line one, we're giving advice to athletes who are getting in trouble with past social media faux pas. There any advice? Any advice at all, line one? Yeah, go to college because your career is over. Okay. Yes. Line uh, line two, you're on the air. Hello, line two. Tell them to go to, tell them to get a real job. Get a real job. Okay. Yes. Uh, baseball's a pretty good job. That pension's pretty nice in baseball. Line three, you're on the air. Hello, line three. Don't apologize for anything. Never apologize. That's right. Works very well. Bill Belichick does not apologize. Worked well for him. Donald Trump does not apologize. Line four. Hello, you're on the air, line four. You're fired. I know it's you, Roberto. Wow, Roberto. I guess coming to get you. Line five, you're on the air. Hello, line five. Yeah, they need to forget Twitter and get ass on Facebook. I don't know what you're talking about. Sir. That's clearly uh, you're making stuff up there. I would never say that. Line six. Hello, line six. They need to be sent back to MySpace. Yeah, MySpace is huge. Well, it was huge at one point. Line. <laughs> line. They got to go to Snapchat. Can't you delete stuff on Snapchat? Well, you really can't. I mean, they say you can, but you really can't. Line one. Hello. Well, the Patriots are successful, and all their best receivers are white guys. All right, line two. That yeah, tell that to Troy Brown. Line two. Hello, you're on the air. Line two. Go. I still love you, Ben. Even though you're wrong. Yeah, I'm not wrong. Okay, you're wrong. And the fact that you call up and repeat these lies are hurtful. Line three. Hello, you're on the air. Line three. They should only post nudes of their girlfriends on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, line four. Hello. Go back to using pagers. Yeah, remember the page. Well, the pagers were good. Beep, beep. Line five. Hello, line five. You're on the air, line five. Go. They need to talk to Jed, who fled the worst caller ever. Oh, Tammy throwing haymakers at Jed, who fled. Wait for the response. Jed was very upset with me at the end of last week when I was in here. He was very upset. Feels like he's being disrespected. Line six. Hello, you're on the air, line six. As the great apostle once said, Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You know, I was driving back through the great state of California from Northern California to SoCal, at one point there was a sign that said, stay in lane. I thought that LeVar Ball must have been driving and seen that same sign and just changed one word around, stay in your lane instead of stay in your lane. It was perfect. Hello, Too bad line- he didn't drive off a cliff. Wow. Line one, hello. 
Less garlic, more hot nuts. No, no. They did have garlic nuts there. They did have that. I'm sure they were delicious, the garlic nuts. All right, one call, only one more call. If it's good, I'll take credit. If not, I will blame the Coop de Loop, who will pick the final call. Every line is ringing Coop de Loop. Where are we going? Let's go with line number three. I figured you would pick line three. Here we go. Final call. It's the advice line for professional athletes, pro athletes, and social media. Line three, go. Listen to Tom Looney all the time. No, no. Never listen to oh, Tom Looney. great final and, pick. And the fact that you finally got on the air a third time upsets me. You should have picked line four. Hello, oh, line, line four. Are you there, line four? Get a bird. They make better tweeters. That's right. See, get a bird. That's funny. Ha, 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 All right, there it is. The Insta advice line. Thank you all for your participation. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.